Potaskew is brought to you by Proper Rumpus Media. Hey! Today a podcast is cute! We're gonna be talking about nerdy things! <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons! Dragons! And Dungeons! And Ladies in the Dungeons! And the last Star Wars movies and Dragons! And we're gonna also talk about nerdy things! Nerdier things! Like Princess Leia in her slave costume! I am Jack's podcast host. And I am Robert Paulson. <laughs> What's up, man? You kind of actually kind of look like him a little bit. Now that I think about it. I look like Meatloaf, is that what you're saying? Well, in that in that version you do, yeah. I I am I'm, I'm a I'm a dude with big old titties. No, you don't have the bitch tits. I'll give you that. That that you don't have. Yeah. And I've seen Humphrey. you without a shirt. So that I can I can vouch to that. Oh, well. I, I now understand why Fight Club was a thing because now <laughs> I want to kick the shit out of you. Uh, so. Except we won't. We just can't talk about it. The irony is that we're going <laughs> to be talking about it all we're, fucking day. We're we're about to spend two hours and some cha- two hours and twenty minutes talking about something we're not supposed to talk about. So we we honestly should call this commentary. We don't talk about it. That would be pretty funny. Actually, we can't we can't talk about it. <laughs> a commentary. That we can't talk about. Something, yeah, something to that effect. I, I agree with you, you know. Yeah. So, so. Yeah. All right. You and I are on the same wavelength. But, uh, yeah, uh, this could be fun. I said we got a, we got a month of these coming, taking a yep. month to kind of relax. Um, and it's the season to be lazy. <laughs> yes. And, and easy because these are so easy for me from a editing perspective. <laughs> they're they're kind of yeah. nice. So. An intro and end and you're done. Yeah, basically, and and hope hope that the files. <laughs> Jesus, do you want to acknowledge what I, 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 a little I, bit of last I, week's? I I there's not much to acknowledge. We we did the recording. I saved it. It told me it was saved. I double checked it the way I do, and then when I went back to get it, it was gone. And yeah, and then you spent a full day's work, like eight or nine hours looking for it, like. Oh. Writing command <sighs> code lines in DOS, trying to recover the damn thing, and it just gone. Yeah, like I, I don't know what happened. It is the oddest fucking thing. I, when we've lost, no, it's uh, the Odyssey, uh, audacity kind of thing. Yeah, well, I don't want to blame them yet until I know, but I, I will say that when we lost stuff in the past, I know it was my fault in some capacity. It was an error, user error in some form or fashion, right? Like it was something but in, that I in did. an error in the sense it was like usually tech equipment that fucked up it was like like at one point we lost their neil o'donnell episode and that was literally attributed to a fucking storm in jersey oh yeah the the, the when the power shut off it didn't normally audacity goes into a recovery mode where even if the power goes out and you lose it when you get the power back when you reopen up audacity if it doesn't shut down properly it'll say hey we didn't shut down properly. Did you want to save this thing that you were doing? And usually I'm like, yes, I do. And for whatever reason, with Ernie O'Donnell, I never did that. It just was like, okay, fuck you. You've just oh, lost whatever. Yeah. And then the second time with Die Hard, it happened again. We didn't lose a power outage, but I, I had accidentally shut off Audacity, but in a way that would cause it to do that recovery mode again, which is good. Except it didn't occur to me that I didn't save 
before I did the shutdown. So when it asked me if I wanted to recover, I was like, nah, I'm good. And yeah. and off went Die Hard. So that was completely me. Like the first one might be like an act of God or whatever, but the second one was me for sure. This one, I have no idea what the fuck I happened. I honestly still think it was like Mickey Mouse, like sniped out your computer. <laughs> like, like no, it was, oh, it, you it, guys have been talking too much Disney. It, it was stuff. it was Governor Nix, is what it was. He he hit me from Tomorrowland and just shut everything down. Like bitch, it was Bob Iger, and you know it. <laughs> you saw he took back over, right? That's why I'm saying. <laughs> like he's like, you want the future of Disney? Fuck you, Fuck you yeah. Um, but all right, today it, it is what it is, and we're just gonna move on. We're gonna do a commentary. We're doing. A, I I can't believe we've never really talked about this movie. Like I can't believe this is not something we've covered already at this point. You know, it, I think it was on like the back burner of stuff that we were like, oh, one day we'll talk about it. But what will we lump it in with, or should we just do it by itself? It was a lot of like uh, uh, decisions were not well, fully and, made of I, what to do. And I know it was on that top 200 list we did for the 200th, I think it was the 200th episode, or no, the 100, the top 100 we did for, I think, the 100th episode for uh, when we did the AFI. I know it's on that list, so I'm sure we spoke of it briefly during briefly. that discussion, but this is one of my favorite movies. I absolutely, I fell in love with this movie the first time I I I uh, saw it, and, and actually, this is one of those movies that, there are certain movies, and Rico, you probably speak to this even better than I, I can, but there, there's movies that you get that first experience of watching it, and then it's got that thing that happens, and no matter what, as much as you might enjoy the movie, whenever you watch it in the future, in the future you don't get that same moment, because you now uh-huh. know, like, The Matrix is a great example. When you find out, like, that opening scene with Trinity, you're just like, what the fuck is happening? And then when you realize it's you know, in the ma- in this computer program, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, when you finally figure out what that is, you're like, oh, wow. You know what I mean? Same mm-hmm. same thing here, you know, so. Uh-huh. I, I agree. This is definitely one of those, way back when I was working at the video room, uh, way back, there, <laughs> my, my boss had put up a list for some, and it, I don't know if it was like for, October or something, or if he just decided to put up a a list of movies like recommendations and they were titled movies, uh, the top 20 movies or 10 movies with the biggest twists. Okay. And he put fight club somewhere in there. And I kind of like told him, I was like, why would you do that? Because all you're doing is whenever someone's going to rent this movie, they're now thinking there's going to be a big twist, and now they're going to try and find the twist. Right. Well, I mean, and it's, that's kind of like what happened the week the movie came out with Rosie O'Donnell. You, you saw that, right? Uh-uh. So she, she saw the movie about a week before its initial release, and she had the Rosie O'Donnell show back then, which was uh-huh. like, fucking mega popular right it was the view just by itself but like yeah but like tenfold like the view never had these kind of numbers and it's a popular show so i'm not discrediting the view but rosie was just like rosie was the ellen degeneres of then because ellen's got some mega numbers now right so anyway she'd seen the movie a week early and hated it thought it was disgusting, didn't like anything about it, so she came on her show the day before it's released and spoiled the 
fuck out of the movie on her show to sink the movie because she didn't want it to succeed because of how terrible she thought it was. Wow. Yeah. Rosie O'Donnell being a blowhard? What a shocker. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah, but it was, um, it was, it was like, what? Come on. You know, so, and apparently Pitt's never forgiven her for it. Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Pitt can hold a grudge like nobody else. Yeah. So, um, but when we're, when, um, so we're going to sync up our shit and we'll do our usual intro of what to, of when to start. We're going to describe what we're seeing on our screen. All right, so I'm at 16 seconds. The 20th Century Fox logo is on my screen, but pretty much in its uh, normal position. What about you? I'm in the exact same 16-second uh, mark. I'm on a DVD. You are on a Blu-ray, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but I don't think that's uh, going to change much. No, I'm just saying for the clarification, normally we're doing, like, one of us is streaming, the other one's, like, doing a uh, DVD, so the timing is all off. So if you guys are watching this on, you know, whatever, Hulu or fucking Netflix or whatever, we don't know what the timestamp is. But as we, as per usual, when we do these, we suggest you have your volume down a little low, um, keep your subtitles on, listen to us, and at, for the first couple of minutes, we'll describe what we see so you guys will be in sync with us. Hold on, I just knocked it out of sync, so give me a moment here. <laughs> See, this is why we do this in the beginning, guys. Just, well, just I, for. I, I realized my subtitles weren't on, so I wanted to make sure my subtitles. Yeah, and that's the other thing. We can't play the audio, obviously. So, so sync up your uh, your uh, subtitles, and we'll we'll get ready to rock and roll here. And uh, you ready? I'll. Do you want to do the count in? Or you want me to do it? Uh, you could do it. I will, okay. I usually do it, but you could do it. Okay. In three, two, one, go. It didn't play when I hit it. <laughs> so I might have to catch up just a little I bit. I got the region CR. I do too, but now regency the, the name just kind of i just went black up. and i'm leading into the opening credits so i think we're i think i think you're maybe a second ahead of me okay well that's close enough i think we'll be all right <laughs> yeah i'm i'm not too worried so this i think is the first fincher film i've ever seen um i'm pretty sure cuz i did not see 7 before i saw this That's a tough one for me to answer. I, I remember watching Fight Club. I think I was maybe 13. And I think I read the book right afterwards. Have you read the so, sequel? I didn't know there was a sequel. There is a sequel. Oh, no. I read Choke. I read the other Polonic book called Choke. Nope, there, there's a sequel in which the narrator actually is given a name. What's his name? Oh, you want me to spoil it? Sure. Sebastian. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> my apologies I, I to all the... I, pre I prefer Jack. My, my apologies to all the Sebastians that might be listening to the show. I'm, no, it's just for that character. It just doesn't seem like a Sebastian. I don't want to tell don't you. I, I guess I've, I've always attributed to him as being a fucking, you know, a Jack. I am Jack's total lack of surprise. <laughs> uh, 
All right, I got the narration going. Yep, he's three minutes. Ground. This is a ground zero. Yeah, that's what yeah. I got. All right, mine actually lagged for a half a second, so I think it knocked us into sync. So it's such a great line with a gun barrel in between your teeth. You only speak in vowels. Yeah, there's re- the the writing in this is really well done, and I you got to give Polonic most of the credit, but you got to imagine the screenplay, the screenwriters as well. You know, it's. I think they definitely tailored toward uh, Pitt because Pitt can chew dialogue and scenery really effectively well. Yes, and, and so not... can Norton, but Norton is more straight normy like kind of version, which is why the comparison of the two is so amazing. The thing about both of them though is you don't like you've seen we've seen other guys and and women for that matter chew scenery and you're like oh god please stop talking. I never get that from these two. Like I could listen to these two go back and forth forever, you know. What? Knockers. <laughs> the big moosey slobbering all over me. That was Bob. <laughs> That uh, is what we are. <laughs> I actually, I'm pulling it up again, but I saw it earlier. There's actually a list of all the support groups he was going to. Mm. Did you, I think we talked about this uh, off camera at one point, but did you, you never play the Fight Club video game? No, because I heard it was terrible. It was pretty terrible, but it is very hysterical to play as Bob. Like, he, they kind of had, like, they gave his fighting style, like, more or less sumo style. I can see that, yeah. But it's just, like, the swinging boobies. Oh, there's the flash. I can't find them all. And I've seen this movie more times than I care to think about. I think I've found them all, but, like, I also found, like, a YouTube video just to confirm, and I was like, okay, yeah, I was more or less correct. By the way, Man. no, because there's supposed to be like 40 of them, isn't there, or something? No, I think there's like seven. Oh, all right. I saw something in the trivia that I'm keeping an eye for. That apparently there's a Starbucks in every scene, a Starbucks cup. David Fincher confirmed that in every scene he puts a Starbucks. That would be... Yeah, I think I read the same thing. Um, so far, I haven't seen anything in this bathroom. Well, I don't. I think that I think his definition of a scene is like this whole sequence right here. So, uh huh. We'd it would it would be somewhere in this pan over that we're watching right now. By it the way, I'd buy it. that. I'd buy that coffee table. I'm not gonna lie. I would too. Ooh, there's a. There's a French press in the background. Maybe that was a Starbucks brand French press. Maybe. This is what we're going to do for the whole movie. We're just going to be looking for Starbucks. <laughs> Starbucks and, and Tyler. Because I really want to find them all. I'm it, looking. It's almost a Pokemon. <laughs> Who's that Pokemon? It's Tyler Durden. <laughs> Does your DVD, by the way, have the thing where it starts off as never been kissed? No. 
What, what do you mean? Like the preview for Neverbringers? No, 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 no. So I, I used to have the DVD and I upgraded it to Blu-ray. You know, I do, I do that sometimes. And the DVD copy, when you turned it on, starts off. It actually loads up as if you get the oh, the 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 menu window for Never Been Kissed. It's the music, it's the menus, it's the whole bit, and then it it starts to fizzle and fl- feeds into. I think it did do that, but I didn't notice it. I was like, wait, what the fuck is wrong with my disc? Yeah, no, it's nothing with your disc. That's, that's, they did that. They're like, literally, like, we're going to give you a bootleg DVD and release it uh, officially. Yeah. Cornelius. Sebastian. (laughs) I wonder if, like, that would have been funny if his name is like, hello, my name is Sebastian, somewhere. I was just, you beat me to it. I was about to say the same thing, so. I mean, I, listen, I'm not saying testicular cancer doesn't affect guys, but I know a guy that lost one of his testicles to, to, to testicular cancer. He's fine. Like, he didn't need any of this, to my knowledge. Well, one, I mean, if you lost both of them, then that's 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 a bigger that's a bigger I, loss. I suppose, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to name him for obvious reasons because I want to, you know, respect his privacy, some, but... right. Throw just fucking you know slip some marbles in there. It's fine. <laughs> no, I mean like he's married with a kid. They're good. Yeah. So, and by Put the way, I saw another. I saw a Tyler I never saw before. So there we go. There you go. You see, you don't have that. Thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you. I don't have the giant fucking bosom. Love you, buddy. <laughs> it's the fucking perky nipples that are doing it for me with, with uh, like, Jesus, meatloaf. Dude, I'm ser- I'm seriously, like, I don't know. I'm look- waiting to look over at you and see Tyler standing behind you, like, flip in and out. Like, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm expecting to see that right now. And also, you really should look like. No, but I'm just, no, no, no. I'm just saying because, like, I'm in that mindset now that, like, when I look over, I'm waiting to see oh, him just, like. I think that's called hallucinations. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. You also should, need like, to send Steph out for Starbucks so that you can have a Starbucks cup in your scene. Like, I just think that <laughs> needs to... I, uh, I'm drinking uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Both of them are terrible, in my opinion. But you know, I, I, when we were on our trip, they were like, we're going to get you some really dark, like, dark roast coffee because they know that I don't do anything less than dark I so sent, i sent you that wawa dark roast a couple years ago yeah i yeah. mean it was good then it's just i i wasn't gonna special order wawa um for my coffee fix I, i'm more like i'm a don francisco's dark like extra dark guy um but they bought me like this midnight dark roast dunkin donuts thing while we were there so i've been drinking that he fucking made a fucking face paint on his shirt. It's like a fucking jackass lantern. Mm-hmm. Have a nice day. <laughs> Incest survivors group. Alcoholics Anonymous. Mine. Tuberculosis. You should check out the movie Choke. It's uh, Sam Rockwell 
So you know, like Sam Rockwell doing Polonic is fucking like yeah. that's just great. Yeah, and it's written and directed by Clark Gregg. Okay, okay. Yeah, and he and he's in it. Like he has a small, uh, reoccurring character role. I'd, I'd be so into that. Periodically, you're like fucking Coulson. I still and re- fucking uh, uh, Hammer. Yeah, I still got to read the book. Do you sign for, me? Yeah, for Fight Club. Yeah, it's not a long read if I remember. No, correctly. it's not. It's just it's just life. <laughs> it is. I will say this about Polana uh, in terms of that. It's very wordy. Oh so yeah. So it's like yeah. You, th- you if you're expecting the movie, you're you're not gonna. No, get it's the movie. it's much wordy. No, I I knew that. Yeah. Um. Instead of like the woman narrating, it should be Morgan Freeman for this scene. Sly. I love I Sly. love the next time you're back at Free and Clear and Chloe gets up. She's like, I'm no longer afraid of dying. But all I want to do is get laid for the last time. I've got Nublicants and and anal beads and anal nitrates and, like, and the woman's like, okay, time to go now. <laughs> she ruined everything. You know what? I don't want to fuel into this, but apparently Helena Bonham Carter is getting mildly canceled right now. For what? Apparently, she, like, is defending J.K. Rowling. Defending her her free, her free right to say whatever she wants, or... No, she said that it was, like, it, it was taken out of... Context? It, it, it's been... No, that it, it's been blown way out of proportion. Mm. It's like, stop, stop. I just saw stop. another Tyler I didn't see before. I'm I'm not really even focusing on it. I'm I'm No no, I just happen to see him. I've never watched it this close either. It's literally like two feet in front of my face. I'm usually like across the room on my couch. You know. I haven't watched this in its entirety in a while. It's been a minute since I've watched this in its entirety. Same here. I normally for oh, I saw there was another one. Yep. Uh normally for stuff like this, I would be I would watch it beforehand. So you biggest, I, you big tourist. I'm gonna have I to do that next it. week. I'm gonna have to do it for the next one. As much as I've seen that one, I'm gonna need to for that one. Same here. This one I, I knew to, I could do, so I didn't. I need, I need to contact uh, someone to see if there's. Oh right, we might. Yeah, we might have a guest for ne- this. Is the part I was talking about. I'm actually excited to have the subtitles on because I want to see exactly what what she says. Because she it starts doing like a feedback loop because she gets real close to the microphone. You know who the woman running the thing is, right? No, but it looks like Gigliotti. Uh no, it. But I th- I'm pretty sure that's it's Edgar. And he asked for some. He asked for some sugar water. the The wife from the wife from Men in Black. The the first one. Oh no, that's not her. I'm pretty sure it is. I don't think that. That's uh. Her name would be. 
It's like Shaban something. No, it's not her. I'm pretty sure it is. Pretty sure it's not because she looked. She was also the bus driver in Forrest Gump, and she looked. It's not her. <laughs> He's I, like, it's, it's I'm, not I, her. I, I, no, no, no. This looks like if you took Rosie Perez and Marilyn Gigliotti and combined the two. Is this Partners in Positivity he's at right now? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know which one this is. This is skeletons that look like Meryl Streep. <laughs> By the way, next next episode's movie is under the more like this in IMDb, which I find a little ironic. I wonder uh, if I would call it more like this, but it's... It's definitely dark drama comedies. Yeah. Yeah, it's not Siobhan. <laughs> God damn, Helena Bonham Carter was like, if this. She was already like a working actress and everything, but I've got to say this probably put her more on oh, the map. Oh, for sure. Yeah. This this was her breakout role. Yeah. This would be this, this is basically just watching a prequel of Bellatrix Lestrange. Oh yeah, I thought that. I think I said that when we did Potter. I think. I think yeah. Maybe not this exactly. Is, this, that. Is, this is yeah. what Bellatrix Lestrange does when she goes out of the Muggle world. Right. Rupert. Yeah, you're you're about a second ahead of me still. You all said right. Rupert, and then it then it came up on the screen. All right, it's all good. It's all good. I read I read uh, something today that she had her makeup person use her wrong hand to apply her makeup for the movie. I think I remember reaching. <laughs> she just ashed on his fucking back. Yep. Well, no, I think she ashes onto the floor, but she ashes from behind. I don't think it actually goes on his back. I think it goes to the floor, but... That's true, but I think on that angle, I think for this cut... Uh, yeah, it... I could see where you get that, yeah. Completely. So... The thing that we were talking about at the intro of the film, it says here on the trivia, after the copyright warning, there's another warning on the DVD. There's that, warning, yeah. yeah. This warning is from Tyler Durden. It is only there for a second. Quote, if you're reading this, then this warning is for you. Every word you read of this useless fine print is another second off your life. Don't you have other things wait, to wait, do? Wait, wait, wait. I love this. Testicular cancer should be no contest. And he goes, technically, why? Technically, you still have your balls. Mm-hmm. That's a great argument for getting testicular cancer when they're splitting these things up. I'm sorry, God, you were saying no. Uh The remaining quote is, uh, don't you have other things to do? Is your life so empty that you honestly can't think of a better way to spend these moments? Or are you so impressed with authority that you give respect and credence to all who claim it? Do you read everything you're supposed to read? Do you think you're supposed to think? Do you think everything you're supposed to think? But what you're told... Uh, buy what you're told you should want. Get out of your apartment. Meet a member of the opposite sex. Stop the excessive shopping and masturbation. Quit your job. Start a fight. Prove you're alive. If you don't claim your humanity, you will become uh, a statistic. You've been warned, Tyler. The ultimate irony is that it starts off with, 
if you continue to read, if you read shit like this, you've wasted a second of your life. Like, well, you've just wasted another four seconds of my life. Yep. I think that's the idea. So. I want a sending bowel cancer. I want bowel cancer. No, mine. We'll split it, okay? You take the first and third Sunday of the month, I'll take the second and fourth. Imagine the, this fucking couple having a kid. Right. This may be one of the... It's not the movie where I've seen the young... I think we're about to see it on the Brad Pitt. My favorite is the hotel room. I guess not. Um... I don't think this is the... I know this is not the movie where I've seen Edward Norton at his youngest because I saw Primal Fear. But I think this may have been one of the first ones where I'm like, oh, that is Edward Norton. Like, oh, that is like American History X, for example. Well, I mean, I saw that, but that came out before this. I think by like a year. Right. No, no, because I read a thing like he had to lose the weight from American History X to be the narrator. Uh-huh. You're about, you're about to get a Tyler one, but not in the sense that we've been talking about this, this splicing. We're going to actually see him. Well, not, not that. he's. I think we get one more scene where he's in before. Okay, well, yeah, here. No, there's one of the hotel things where they're like... Right there. No, there's one of the hotel things where they're like, we're welcoming you to the hotel, and he's actually one of the, the waiters. Like, he's in the hotel welcoming video on the TV that the narrator's watching. Really? Yeah, on purpose. They they put Brad in there to... Yeah, here, watch. Watch the TV that he's watching. Okay. Bottom left corner of the screen. Not yet, when you'll see. I'm looking, right. I'm looking. Oh, bottom right, there he is. That's Brad. Oh, wow. Good eye. No, no, well, I, yeah, I, I caught it, and then I read it to make sure. Like, I looked it up after. I was like, is that really him? And it is, so. This is frightening, because I, I think... Re- I, re- this... I recognize that actor. I didn't see him. The, the older dude. This is frightening, though, because I think this is legit. Like, I think car companies actually do this shit. I believe it. It makes the most sense for like insurance companies and shit like that. That guy? Uh huh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who that is. I remember him like, I want to say he was like in Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something. Like, he, he look, I'm having a vision of him. I can't place the movie of him like, like, as an old ass hillbilly chewing, like, spitting fucking uh, tobacco. It'd be easier if we knew a name, because I, I think it might be First Man at the Auto Shop, but I don't know for sure. Could be. Because I don't know if that's considered an auto shop or not. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Here we are. Federated Motor Company Inspector. That's got to be one of those two. So yeah. it's either Tim Desarn or Ezra Buzzington. Let me see. Looks like it's Tim Desarn is the guy, yeah. and he. Uh, let's see. 
He's known Looking. for a cabin in the woods and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's what it is. Yeah. That's and Sp- exactly and, what it is. And Spider-Man. The first Raimi Spider-Man. He's in that too, apparently. That's what it was. It was it was He's, Cabin in the Woods. And I was right. He plays like a hillbilly spitting tobacco and telling like the kids, like, you're all going to die out there. <laughs> like, He's also uh, MJ's father, looks like, in Spider-Man. Oh, it doesn't even look. Wow. Well, we only saw him for like a second. Yeah. You know, right here, uh, Pitt looks most like Rusty. He's got a very um, Rusty Ocean's look. It's the outfit. It's the shades. Ah, uh, maybe. Tyler is just the fucking, like, black sheep twin of Rusty, where it's just like, we don't talk about him. <laughs> That's what he wants. You don't talk about yeah. him. <laughs> Uh, I think I saw this before I saw Oceans. This this might be my first exposure to Pit. No, I'm sorry, second because of um, Interview with a Vampire. It was probably my first exposure to Pit. I think it was probably Interview with a Vampire for me, and then then probably Oceans, then probably I probably th- Fight Club, and then I I think I saw Seven afterwards. I think I'm remembering it like I saw Seven you later. Oh, I saw Seven way later. I definitely saw this and Oceans before I saw Seven. So. That's how I met Tyler Durden. <laughs> and just right there, he's explaining the fucking, like, plot device right then and there. Yep. What's really interesting to me is that once you know, and listen, spoilers, people, if you don't know the plot twist at this point, we recommend you probably stop listening to us and watch the movie and come back. But, like, if... If you start to notice things that, if you notice them before, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There are things that we could point out. I mean, look, we're going to go forward with the assumption that you know this movie. Yes. If you've never seen this movie, you're going to get spoiled. Yeah, so I said, if like, you've never seen this, stop listening to us, watch the rest of the movie, then pick us back up and watch it again with us. But, like, yeah, this yeah. is this movie's been out for, you know, 30 years at this point. Like, More. almost 30 years. So it's really almost been 30 fucking years. 1999. So yeah, that's I mean, 20 years. It's 23 years. Okay. So yeah, I was like 30 years. That would have been 90. No, 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 no. 20 years would be 2019. Yeah, it's 20, 20, almost 24 years. So, I mean, okay. I mean, when you say 30 years, okay, I'm like, what, this movie came out when I was one. Yeah, whatever. I recognize this dude too, but it's not important. Like Companies I've seen him in like never to imply ownership in the event of a dildo. The definite call a dildo, never your dildo, because he stresses that. But that's what I love about this scene. He's because he stresses never your. <laughs> it's a. That scene always confused me. Him still in the car? Yeah. Why? Well, because knowing what we know, 
Was the car really stolen? And if so, who stole it? I don't think he took it because he just showed up in a taxi. Exactly, well, I mean, my, exactly my point. Exactly my point. Like, all the other stuff, they're in close enough proximity that it makes sense. That's the only one that doesn't make sense to me. I think he's sleepwalking. I think he was just hallucinating. I mean, that's possible. That that whole exchange. Just because, I mean, there's a lot of shit he's hallucinating. Yeah, yeah. I've had this happen. I think that's why I identify with this. You've had your apartment explode? No, but I've had it condemned while I was on vacation. Oh. I came back and couldn't get could not could not even go in to get my stuff. I lived in a hotel for three weeks with stuff that I bought at Target from the money Red Cross gave me. How much did they give you out of curiosity? I think it was like three or four hundred dollars. Like it was a decent amount. Enough to buy clothes and shoes and stuff, you know. And food, yeah. Yeah. Well, no. The they gave me like a stu- that that was separate. This was they gave me like a food stipend and paid for the hotel, and that was all separate from. Uh huh. Oh no, I'm sorry. the The rental company did that, but the Red Cross paid for clothes and stuff because I couldn't get clothes because the air the airline lost my luggage like they did to him. Like everything that's happening to him happened to me in 2022. Or I mean, sorry, 2002. CJ, what's your name? Like, is there something that you need to tell me? I'm not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> so right here is one of the clues where it's like something about how this payphone does not receive calls. What do you mean? So he, oh, because there's no number on it? Or something, can, or it's like out of order. So he calls, no one answers, and then the phone rings. See, how do you know it's out of order or doesn't receive calls? Like, It's something I read on trivia. Oh, right? or okay, there's, a, okay. there's, a, there's a little sign. Yeah, look, something like... Right there, no incoming calls allowed. It said oh. right on the, on the thing. So I missed it. Who is this? <laughs> the clever guy? We have the same suitcase. Yep, there's a lot of... A lot of clues here and there. What's interesting is the fact that Polonic didn't even fucking know it was going to be like this. Like, when he was writing the book, he didn't realize that Tyler and Jack were the same person. Okay. So, towards the end, he's like, oh shit, that's brilliant. <laughs> did you did you hear why he wrote the book? Did you see why he wrote the book? He got into a fucking, like fist fight or something at like a like a summer camp or something he was on a camping trip and got beat up by like three or four guys and when he went back to work the next monday they were like no one asked him why he had the bruises and the cuts and everything they just saw how was your weekend right Uh, i think gradually it from what i remember reading he he did like start like a fight club briefly oh i don't know and then it was like he got the it got it got too rough more or less this scene always makes me want to drink. I don't know why. I mean, I know they're drinking, and I've seen other scenes where people drink and it doesn't do that, but this scene always makes me want a beer. 
Oh. So it's not like every time I see people drink that I need a drink. It's, you know, like I. You like to drink. I'm not. I, I do. I, yeah, I don't feel this way. I feel that way about smoking. Like whenever I see someone like chain smoking, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, but that makes me sound like I, I drink all the time. I can go weeks without a drink and I've done it. You know, I'm not I wasn't implying that you do. I'm implying that I'm a heavier smoker than you are a drinker. Oh, that's true. Evolve. I feel like this kind of rant. Alex said this at dad's funeral. Like he kind of oh, went on a whole fucking like did, twenty yeah, minute rant. Yeah, you mentioned that. It's very similar to this. You should hit him up. And be like, did you did you rip off Fight Club? <laughs> uh So the whole thing of him being like, no, I don't smoke. That is, uh, uh Edward Norton's a staunch anti-smoker to the point where like he has completely changed characters in his movies. Like, like in rounders, the whole point of him, uh, in the beginning where he like gets all the cigarettes from dealing poker in the, in the prison, he was supposed to keep them and smoke them, but he threw them away. And it was like, well, that's more of in terms of terms of the character, but, I think, yeah, but, and you you very rarely ever see Edward Norton smoke on a film. One of them is the exception is this flick. I was going to say, because he does smoke later, yeah. For one second, but if you notice, he, like, coughs. Like, he's so not good at it. Well, that's the other thing. is like, I don't, I'm sure you know this, but most of the time, there's not real cigarette tobacco in, in a lot of, usually they use clove cigarettes or other other stuff or 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 the herbal cigarettes that basically taste like weed and soap mixed together i've smoked them and it's awful well awful or not if it's for people who don't want to smoke an actual cigarette though you know it's that they'll use that unless unless they're a smoker like right it is very much was very much a smoker uh for a while and then i mean yes and no all right so speaking of split frames why did you do to this? No, I never did this. I, I I've never worked with uh, reels except for like training, but it never went anywhere. Boop. I but look we for see them. the we I see that all the fucking time. In I know, now. I look for them now too because of this. Yep, I've been in rooms like this. I've I've. I'll, see the uh, projectionist do I'll, this shit. I'll do you one better. I've been in the projection room for the company you work for, not your particular theater, but I've been in. I've been in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big cock. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be cu- I'd be curious to see I if, if literally putting a frame or two frames if you would actually catch it. They showed at the end of the movie. Yeah, I don't think that they actually. I think they make enough for that to linger longer on purpose. Like I don't think it's as quick as it should be. Uh, we'll see. 
we'll we'll we'll, we'll see it. Can I go when you watch? Ugh. So this whole interaction apparently was improvised where he fucked up and he accidentally punched him in the ear. That's not what I read. What I read was Fincher told him specifically to hit him in the ear. He was supposed to fake punch him in the face and he and he and the trivia I just read right before we started says But that, but Pitt didn't know he was gonna no, get hit in the no, ear. No, he didn't know, but Fincher told Norton actually right. hit him. So and it hit was him in the mildly ear. improvised to the point where Pitt didn't know. So oh, yeah. his reaction of like why the ear was improvised. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well no, it's just an actual reaction to that they just kept filming, really, is what it is. Motherfucker. Fuck are you hit me in the ear <laughs> Christ Ear man oh, I fucked it up I think the trivia about the Starbucks is wrong because I haven't seen one in some time now and I've been looking So have I. Not unless it's like in the trash. Unless I read it wrong and it's only the office scenes. Maybe it's only the office scenes? I don't know. They look like the stereotypical thing of like two people who have just fucked. You it's know, the odd like smoking dude. a cigarette and like having a fucking beer. It's one hundred percent the odd couple. Yeah, I could see that. Where's your car? What car? The thing I always wondered about this is how is there electricity? If the house was abandoned, how is there running electricity to the house? Probably a, probably like some form of a generator. Or he fucking stole it. So like he wired it off the, the main grid somehow, you know? More, the bigger question is how the fuck did Jack do this a year previously? Because he says he's had it for about a year. It's it's more or less furnished. Not well, but it's, you know. Unless it was all there. Like it was abandoned this way and he just. I guess. It's just. See. I'm all for like. Oh, yeah. You know, it. they are the same person and there's clues signifying it. But when you get to the like, well, the house. Like, how did that become a thing? Like. It, it sometimes the the it, it, sometimes the argument drops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like sometimes it's like, well, they really can't be the same fucking person. But you know, this is one of those ones where you kind of have to be like, it is what it is. Oh yeah, that's smart. Let's fuck with electricity, ankle deep in water. Well. 
considering he's not real. It's true. I do like how uh, their fighting styles get more improved. Yeah, yeah. Like well, I the mean, first would, fight, they suck. You would think the more you do it, the more you would get better at it. I mean... Unless you keep losing. Well, that's true. This part, they were actually drunk. I remember reading that. You could see... You could see them both kind of stumble. And apparently, the, like, the, the crashing we were hearing, they were hitting the catering truck. Like, it actually was... Like, the, the catering truck was apparently pelted, like, just riddled with, like, dents from the golf balls. I just noticed Drew Barrymore was on that magazine cover. I wonder if that's why they used Never Be, Never Been Kissed on that fake fucking opening. Could it be? I am Jack's Medulla Oblongata. The only only the second Medulla Oblongata reference in movies that I'm aware of. Versus Waterboy? Yeah. I don't see any Starbucks. No, I'm not either. I, I, have I to, see I'll Krispy Kreme. I'll have to find the trivia again. Maybe I read it wrong. See, this is the other one I don't understand. Like, he says my dad left when I was six. And then Tyler gets in a whole thing about what his dad was like, so... See, I could almost buy, like, the whole theory of how, like, Tyler was his brother. You know, like, the same father, so, like, they're describing the same father, but right. one doesn't know, but... Oh, so, like, well, he said he had new franchise, so it would be, like, from the second franchise. Is that what you're saying, essentially? Uh-huh. I yeah. gotcha. Yeah. I'm wondering if another woman is the thing we really need. <laughs> See right there, Ozzy and Harriet. Fincher claimed in an interview in the UK film magazine Empire that there's a Starbucks coffee cup visible in every shot in the movie. That's bullshit. There's no fucking way. Unless he's like, oh, well, yeah, it was under the car in this scene. Well, how is that fucking possible? Yeah. Yeah, I think he he's just he's that that's such a troll thing because he knows that like students like go through every cell of his films. Where? Yeah, where where's the fucking Starbucks I, in Listen, here? man, I'm just reading what I read, you know? I I know. I I think he's just full of shit. And swallow a pint of your own blood before you get sick. Yep. Did you just turn the lights off? No. Oh. 
It just got, I, I didn't. Maybe Steph turned off the hallway light. Oh, okay. It just got, I mean, it's not a problem for me, but it's, it's I was like, are you trying to like set the mood here? Like what's oh, going on? Oh, yeah, yeah. I like to fucking sit back and light some candles and watch Tyler <laughs> Durden and meet those titties. <laughs> What was the? I, I talked about it earlier. The, those movies where you get that first moment that that that. Then you talked about the the list your former boss made. What what was the big oh wow for you? What what movie? The big oh wow, like something like The Mist. Like The Mist is really The Mist, or I think even watching Pulp Fiction for the first time. Because I didn't know it was an out of order thing. So when oh, okay. like okay. example when like Vincent dies and then he comes back later, you're like, What the fuck is going on in this movie? Right, right. Um Uh, this is the first time you hear the rules, I believe. Yep. Yeah, this is important shit. This is we we'll all pay attention right the second now. Second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. I honestly think, like, when we, I think that's a better line than you don't talk about. The first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. I think the second rule is more iconic, in my opinion. Where he, like, stresses it, like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's like you said, Pitt's great at chewing up the scenery, but not in a way that you're like, oh, God, shut up. Like, he really, like, commands the camera, you know? Did you ever watch Inglorious Bastards? I have. It's one one time, and it's been a minute. But, yeah, I did see yeah. it. Yeah. He had a brief cameo on Lego Masters this season. That's random. Well, he's the producer. That's also still random. So, I, I don't even think he was in like the Lego movie as an example. Nah, I don't know. But he's a producer, so they had him on in minifig form. They're like, Brad, what are you doing? He's like, producing. And then mm-hmm. and then just went off like it never happened. <laughs> to be fair, I think most interns look like that. Yeah, I can speak to that. <sighs> Those waiters look like that, too. By the way, one of the waiters in this movie, not that guy, is actually Ed Kowalchuk. Who's lead, Ed Kowalchuk? The lead singer of the band Live. I don't know the, I don't you, know the band Live. You probably do. You probably just don't know them by name. But I think if I played you a couple of their songs, you'd be like, oh, I've heard that song. Possibly. I love this whole thing. I'd fight William Shatter. They they included that for the roast of William Shatter. There you go. In the intro. There's a, wait here. Watch. There's a. I. Yeah. I think I know what you're alluding to. There's another the guy clue. who comes on. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy for you to say, Brad Pitt, when you look sculpted like that. Right, right. I remember thinking the same thing. Apparently, um, uh, I I don't remember who it was. It may have been um, Rob McClaney from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. He, he, for a brief, like, season, became super ripped and muscular. 
and he said he was talking to his trainer, but you know, to try and look like he's like, all right, I have a very specific body type. And the trainer was like, you're going to say Brad Pitt from Fight Club. He's just like, oh my God, it is Brad Pitt from Fight Club. How'd you know that? He's like, everybody fucking wants to be Brad Pitt from fucking Fight Club. Yeah. He's like, guess what? You're never going to look like Brad Pitt. You'll never <laughs> look like Brad Pitt. Oh. Yeah. How about next week? Oh, huh. I think I recognize fucking mutton chops too. There's a lot of people I, I didn't realize were in this fucking movie. Sure. It also took me years to like be like, oh my god, that is Jared Leto when he shows up. Mm. Because, I don't know, the, the peroxide blonde Jared Leto, uh, it, it it looks like him, but it, it takes a minute to be like, holy shit, that is... I, I've seen Leto. him in three movies. Uh, so this, Suicide Squad, what's the third movie? Snyder's... Uh, oh, like... okay, so you've seen him as Joker twice and, and this... Once getting the shit kicked out of him by fucking the Incredible Hulk. I think it's the only thing I've seen him in. He's entertaining in uh, Lord of War with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I haven't seen that. There's Panic Room, Dallas Buyers Club. Like, he's a good actor. He's just kind of a douchebag in real life. Mm. Oh, and of course, the classic Morbius. <laughs> So it's Brad Pitt doing fucking Bruce Lee sounds, and then what? Twenty five years later, he kicks the shit out of Bruce Lee. Yeah, have to think about that. She's really good at chewing it up as well, honestly. Oh, she, she, uh, in this movie, she samples the scenery. Whereas, like, in Harry Potter, she chews the scenery. Like, she's just like... "Mm." I, I remember reading that this was CG back then when I first saw it. I was like, oh, no, there's no way. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's very much CGI. It's actually not. I was just reading. They they took all those pictures and then altered the pictures, but those are really them. Good. Then we just saw Helena Bottom Carter's titties. Yes, he did. Well, okay then. Yeah, I'll... I believe you. During the shooting of the sex scene, actors Brad and Helena posed in 10 different positions for the Karma Sutra. From the Karma Sutra. So... Like, these are the biggest clues. When she looks at him, like, what? It's like, dude, we've been fucking all night. Right.
The crazy part is he genuinely doesn't. Like yeah. he genuinely doesn't get it. Like he's like, what? What is happening here? You know. I think the real interesting thing is that the the biggest the biggest what the fuck is that Edward Norton finally realizes by the end of the movie that he's been begging Hannah Bonham Carter. He never got to fully appreciate it. Yeah, right. Just like what the fuck. By the way, that bathrobe he's wearing yeah. with all the coffee mugs on it. Yeah, that's actually Brad's. That's not something that they got for him. Like he brought that. He's like, this is something Tyler would wear. And he brought it in himself. Any Starbucks on there? Yeah. I want that coat. Nah. I want a good leather jacket. I do too, but if I was going to pick... If I'm... God, sorry. I want a good suit leather jacket. Oh, okay. No, if I would... Well, that's not a suit jacket, though. It's closer than... I've seen other leather jackets that look like... They're too bulky. They got too much uh, collar. I want, I want the one that Rob wears in uh, High Fidelity. It's a good one. I had pretty much a replica of uh, Indies, and it had a map of on of France on the inside of it. <laughs> randomly, it's not a threat. I love how he's just like so chipper. He's like, oh, okay, we're going to get out of here. Like he's dancing to it. Yeah. Well, if I, if I remember correctly from the commentary, he said they told him there was going to be music during this scene and they ended up not playing the music so that he was dancing to what the music was supposed to be and they ended up not that's, putting it into the scene. That's really fucking creative as shit though because it makes him look like he's just like he's dancing to his own inner monologue soundtrack right (laughs) no I didn't Jack's raging bile duct. See, there's there's a lot of innuendos that like essentially this is kind of a gay love story in its own way, or or it's something about Tyler oh. is is Jack's like I haven't been fucked like that since grade school. Do you know what the line was going to be? I want you to have my abortion. Yeah, I want to have your abortion. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Dino. You anyway, I'm sorry, you were saying about... I, I think there was some study about like how this was this movie was also like a metaphor for repressed homosexuality. Okay. Because in, in, in certain ways, like, they... Like, it almost looks like Jack is disgusted and jealous that Tyler was fucking Marla, not because he was fucking Marla, it's because she was fucking Tyler and not him. Like, it was almost like she was invading on his turf, so to speak. 
I love that you call him Jack. I call him Jack because I think of him as Jack. I, I know he's the narrator. I know he's called the narrator, but I still think of him as Jack. Yeah. They really need to fucking fix that goddamn leak. Right. Especially with what moves into the basement later. True. You know what it's supposed to to be, right? Physically? No. It's Delaware. It's Wilmington, Delaware. That's that's one of the least that's one of the more surprising things actually about this. Why is that? I don't know. This just doesn't. I would never in a million years would have said Delaware. Well, you know why? No. Well, because they go after. I mean, again, spoilers, people, but they go after credit card, right? The credit card companies. Uh huh. There's some smoking, but yeah. Ninety yeah. percent of the credit cards in America are based out of Wilmington, Delaware. Oh. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Wilmington is either the first or the second biggest banking city in the country. Most of the banks of that are based in the United States are based in Wilmington. Not all of them, but a lot of them. And we're talking big banks, not like mom and pop banks there, there's that difference but like your bank of america's capital you know capital one like the the uh-huh. same that's in well they're based in wilmington oh credit one is based in vegas but they have a secondary office there chase is down there the company i work for is down there like mm-hmm. we're all based yeah See, I don't know why he would have to do that either. Like, why would he have to break his own lock, even if he did set it up, you know? Yeah, it it, it's, it is strange. It's very strange. See, there are parts of this movie where I'm like, this is this is well-written. This is a, kind of a brilliant twist. And then they're, like, putting out flaws. We're like, well, wait, that why the fuck would that be a thing? Unless it's like he really, like when he is Tyler, he is truly a different person. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, "Well, I'm going to break into the stranger's house." That I mean, that's that's a fair argument. Yeah. But it's it's so unnecessary. All all of this shit is so unnecessary. Where he could have just been like, "Yeah, I don't want to be." you know, Jack anymore. I just want to be Tyler. I just want to get buff right. and look like Brad Pitt. Look, look, we all want to be that. Yeah. But as I said earlier, you will never look like Brad Pitt. That condo was my life. Mm-hmm. Me. Fortunately, none, my stuff wasn't destroyed. It took a while to get it back, but I got all of it back. Like all of it back. Like, the only thing I didn't get back was my beer. They literally threw out the beer. They or or drank it, but the bar. The whole fucking bar. Mm-hmm. 
There's another clue right there. Yep. They were never in the same room except upstairs when they were in the same room. Mm-hmm. When he went and looked. She's got to be looking at this like, dude, you're so fucking, like, crazy. You're hot, you're cold, you're hot, you're cold. Like, leave me alone. Like, you you fucked me with such crazy, like, intensity, and then you're just like, get out of my house. Did you purposely, like, quote her? Because that's exactly, almost exactly what she says later. Not intentionally. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen this. Yeah, it's almost exactly what she says when he calls her from the hotel. The first, when, when he has that moment that he realizes. I think my subconscious is like remembering this movie, my, and my own Tyler Durden is remembering this. Yeah. Movie my inner Brad Pitt. Ah, Dino. Get rid of her. Don't mention me. Yeah. Another little clue like that. I never knew what word she was singing until now. <laughs> Sticking feathers up your butt does not make you a chicken. This is a good question. Yeah. Yeah. This is this movie is the reason why any there's ever a trivia question about soap and why I can answer it. Like legit, I've answered trivia questions about like the best cleaning products and and where lie comes from and I've been able to do it because of this movie. Uh, it's it's fucked because you know, most it's like, "Oh, we're going to watch this really dark nihilistic movie." But you also learn how to make soap out of it. Yeah. Uh it's caught on the barbed wire. I like how he tries to like catch it. Yeah, right. It's like, oh no, it's liquid gold. That's gotta smell something god awful too. Oh, You can hear Dino purring. Uh-huh. He fucking missed me. Uh. Enough soap one can blow up anything. Ah. 
I think I remember. I don't remember. Uh, excuse me. Which um actor was whether it was Norton or Pitt, but they were like they discouraged their family from watching this movie by showing them this scene. They're like, "Are you sure you want to watch this?" All right, here, watch this scene. Uh, They're like, "Yeah, you're right." This is a chemical burn. Ah. Oh. This is a great monologue, though. It really is. So what would you call Tyler? Because he's acknowledging the existence of God. He just says he's useless, essentially. Does that make him ag agnostic? I think... He's not an atheist. He's not an atheist. I, I would say he is a... I mean, he's a nihilist. He's, he's all for... Ew, lovely. He's all for God is dead. Do you think there's like anything... God to the fact that that looks like a vagina, by the way. Like a fucked up looking one, but it's still got the little lips and shit. It's a, it's a very poofy vagina. Yeah, um, anyway, yeah, unfortunately, I've seen a few of those. Um, I, I think it's more likely the fact that he ended up having Jolie's lips on his hand. True. But you were saying about nihilism. I, I think it's more likely that, you know, he's saying like, God is a God is God, but God is dead. And if not, if God's not dead, then we should just kill him. Mm. I think he's saying like it, it's the ultimate thing of like we want to kill our fathers, we want to marry our mothers, type of thing. Yeah. And if God is the ultimate father, then let's just fucking destroy him and everything that he stands for. I'm half asleep again. This is a good scene. They we're actually going to take it out because of Columbine. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Because apparently they tested it pre-Columbine. Then Columbine happened. They showed it to some test audience post-Columbine. They got a very negative reaction. Yeah, it happens. But apparently it it because of the setup for what happens next with Marla. Mm -hmm. uh, liability. <laughs> 
My tit's gonna rot off. <laughs> that actor right here, I've seen him in other shit. Like I think he was in like Tommy Boy. Mm. Is Feetz's barking on your end? No, that's some, that's on your end. I know, but I, I was hearing dogs barking on your echo, and I couldn't tell if, like, if these respective dogs, like, one dog is, like, barking at these dogs from, from like, Richmond oh, to no, fucking no, no. Jersey. She couldn't hear it because of my headphones, so. Got it. Like, I'm feeling I, some fucking knockers. I, d I don't know what it says that this is the healthiest I've seen Helena look in a movie she's been in. <laughs> um, I'm sure she's physically fine, but they may... I mean, like, Beatrix is not exactly the, you know... Bellatrix. Or whatever, is not exactly, you know... Bellatrix spot. looks like Marla just with nastier teeth and longer hair. And the the, the, the woman in Sweeney Todd's not exactly... It's, they're all very similar to each other because they're all played by Helena Bonham Carter. I haven't seen Helena Bonham Carter fucking, like, play a role that doesn't look like, you know, what she normally looks like. You know, brunette, dark eyeshadow, kind of... Right, right. Cornelius. There's definitely a lot of Krispy Kreme in this. Maybe not as much Starbucks, but definitely a lot of Krispy Kreme. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> you know what? I don't think I've actually ever had Krispy Kreme. Oh, I have. I don't. I prefer. I do prefer Dunkin' Donuts. Donuts over Krispy Kreme for sure. I don't. I don't think I've had Dunkin' Donuts either. Isn't Dunkin' Donuts from Jersey? Isn't that isn't that your oh, neck of the woods? I, I I mean, there's one. There's they're all over the place, but I don't think if they're from Jersey. Oh no, Dunkin' is Boston, if I remember. Suppose he was born in a mental institution. And he sleeps one hour. That part might be true, the one hour a night thing. Yeah. They skipped the no shirt, no shoes rule for Bob. They're like, keep the shirt on, please. Like, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure in real life it's because they could hide the harness and the whatever, but yeah. The the fucking beanbags they have. Now imagine you're Meatloaf, right? <laughs> like, you you get offered this role and then you read the script. And you're like, what? Yeah, he had he apparently had a really good sense of humor. So. Yeah, his name was Meatloaf. Well, no, that's not his. No, I know it's not his real fucking name. I'm saying that that's my point is that he chose that. Yeah. 
Oh, is this, the, this is the Lou scene. Unfortunately for, like, this commentary, like, we have to let fucking Pitt do his thing. Like, yeah. we're going to be silent for a couple fucking yeah. minutes. If you've never, again, if you've never seen this, go back and watch it with the sound. Because it is worth listening to him just chew this up. Yeah. This bombed, if I remember correctly, when it came out. Like this, this was like a critical and financial failure at the time, and then it became like a major cult classic. Well, you'll find out in about an hour, I think. You think you're getting out of what's in the box office just because it's a commentary? You're out of your mind. Oh no, no, no! Don't do that to me. Oh no, we're totally playing what's in the box office. How can we not on a commentary play what's in the <sighs> box office? Like, come on now. There's Leto. Yeah. What a joker. <laughs> Good night, everybody. See, here's the thing. I would buy that Leto's joker, his origin story came from this. Oh, for sure. That, yeah, that, that I'm more in tune with. Like, he looks all fucked up. He's got the adopted nihilism thing. He's got a fucked up sense of humor because his mentor was like a schizophrenic. And he's got all the, uh, he's got the grill because he got his teeth knocked out by. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. I would buy that. Irvin. Irvine. Irvin. Yeah. There's no money. Nope, didn't quite get that, Lou. (laughs) (laughs) Still not get. Uh, My favorite story is like, okay, I got it. Nope. Uh, Yeah, here's. I got it. I got. Oh, shit, I lost it. (laughs) I just love that one. (laughs) One thing that I'm not overly fond of is Brad Pitt's laugh. He laughs very, very obnoxiously in all of his movies. Like I'm, not, I don't think I've ever seen him do a genuine laugh. Oh, I, I, I have. He does the fake one in, uh, in Oceans, but he also does a couple real ones. Yeah, mm. like the 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 meeting with Matsui is a hundred percent fake. I agree, but yeah, in Ocean, that's twelve actually, but. You don't know where I've been. See, this is a lot of risk. Because the bodyguard could just shoot him. Yeah. A guy this 
schizo do you think he thinks or cares about that? Fair enough. The fact that, like, now we, we know that that was Ed Norton doing all this shit. Yeah. But, like, here's my here's my question. He just had the piss kicked out of him. So, by, so essentially, Edward Norton should have brand new fresh bruises and cuts on his face the next time we see him, correct? Well, that, yeah, in, in reality, yes. But for the purpose of keeping the illusion of what's actually happening in the film, they can't have him have those. But, yes, you're right, in general. You, you would be correct. Mm-hmm. I love that he picked his leg up to cross his leg. Like he grabbed it with his hand. Did you see that? I I've done that. Like my because my my leg bothers me from time to time, so I have to actually like grab the pants to pull up onto my leg. Preaching to the choir. I know. I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> I love the person he actually gets to swing at him. This guy. Yeah. With the hose. That's the thug at the opening of the Justice League. Okay. The one where Batman fucking like fights him and like the parademon on the roof. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is a great scene. This is a great scene. Another big clue in this scene, too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I was like, I was reminded of my fight with Tyler. Yeah. My first fight with Tyler, yeah. Yeah. I am Jack's complete lack of surprise. Are you threatening me? <laughs> Are you threatening me? <laughs> hmm. I'm Jack's smirking revenge. <laughs> what? I'm just imagining like, oh, that hurt. Is probably something like maybe Norton improvised, like, oh shit, maybe that hurt a little too much. Oh yeah, yeah, probably. You gotta give him this the, 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 to do this fake, because the other ones with Tyler, this, you still see him in Brad. He's legit doing this all to himself. Yeah, this is... There's no CGI here. This is him throwing himself around this, this set, this office set. Th- this uh, also reminds me of Liar Liar. 
A little bit, yeah. Well, he he's like, he kicks the shit out of himself in the bathroom, and then the guy's like, the hell are you doing? He's like, I'm kicking my ass, you mind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of liar, liars, Tyler, Tyler. <laughs> hmm. We now had corporate sponsorship. <laughs> Bet those fucking security guards are like joining Fight Club too. Right? That actually would have been great if you would seen the, the, this fight would have been those two security guards. That would have been yeah. different. Over the urine content of their soup. <laughs> That's the priest right there. Oh, wow, you're the, right. The guy that just won the fight, that's the priest. Uh-huh. And I think that might be the guy from the mechanic shop, actually. Oh, no, that was the guy standing behind him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The Goodyear. Yeah. They really give, like, Jared Leto, like, fourth or fifth billing in this film, but, like, he doesn't yeah. appear for, like, an yeah. hour into the film, and... Even then, it's not a giant role. No, it's really not. That just That's just, he had a good agent, I guess. Alien Armageddon in the background. <laughs> that's fucked up. Independence Day. They're demagnetizing the fucking VHSs. Yep. <sighs> See, Delaware City. Mm. And if you look at the license plates, I think it's either Pennsylvania or Delaware license plate. I'll, I, I can't remember right now, but you'll see it on the, I think on this, on the Volkswagen. Yeah, that's Delaware. Okay. I, Delaware I believe it. Plate. No, I know you didn't, I knew you weren't like, questioning it but there's evidence <laughs> isn't fucking biden from delaware he is well technically he's originally from scranton pennsylvania but he's done his entire political career out of delaware so any possibility that he may have started fight club <laughs> no but my mom knew him she used to work with I, him way back in the day i think you told me that <laughs> i think yeah i don't think i've ever mentioned it on the show but i think i told you yeah Missing monkeys found shaved. Kablooey. Oh, is this the... Uh, mm-hmm. This is a great scene, too. It this is. movie is a lot of great scenes. It really does. And I honestly, I honestly, like, I've thought about this character. Like, I honestly think he goes off and becomes a veterinarian. Like, I think Tyler I, actually inspires him to, to become a veterinarian. I think so, too. I'd be curious, now that I know there's a sequel to the book, I'd be curious to know if there's, like, a, if he actually does follow up with him at some point, you know? 
I don't know. I don't. I look. I only read the book the one time. I don't remember if Raymond Kessel was in the book. I don't so, know. So he's not in the book. He's not in the book. <laughs> What did you study, Raymond? Stuff? Stuff. Were, were, were the exams hard? <sighs> question is, what did you want to be? His delivery throughout this film is just spot it's on. Great. I don't know how. I don't think he was nominated. This movie got nominated for a bunch of stuff, but he wasn't one of them, and I don't know how. I don't know. Probably because it was the anti-Hollywood movie. It was it was rubbing against corporations and uh, commercialism. I mean, this is the anti-Hollywood flick in many ways. This is wagging their fucking nose. Yeah, the only the the only. the only Academy Award it was nominated for was Best Effects and Sound. Someone watched that Marla Singer fucking Brad Pitt fucked scene. They're like, this deserves an Oscar. Yeah, the guy, the the boss guy was in Tommy Boy and Twister. Hmm. I remember him in Twister. He's uh, one of Carrie Elway's, um like assistants or whatever, but like the main assistant. This one part is pure rage. What do you mean? Like him doing his like monologues and soliloquies of like you're not this you are blah 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 yeah, blah. yeah 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 that part was the where you see the effects of him staring intensely at us that is that is jack's inner rage essentially oh yeah Chloe's dead. His fucking the 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 lip burn on the uh not, yeah lip on the hand. It kind of looks like the fucking leaves they serve on like like Starbucks cappuccinos and shit when they're like the the fancy artists. Man. So maybe that's what they yeah, mean. Beat me too, maybe that. <laughs> That's the Starbucks fucking reference if you just look at their fucking hands. Yeah. 
or it's hey every scene there's a star who earned some bucks for this fucking movie like that's really it uh us see there's another clue right there when she's like do you do you hear this and he's, she's like hear what you know Legit crazy, and now I'm concerned about you. See that that right there, guy or girl. His whole thing is like, well, what do you care? I think there's there's some references to the fact that he's struggling with like bisexuality. Maybe. So when we got when, earlier when it showed the uh, Fight Club member spraying the priest with a hose, the camera briefly shakes because the cameraman couldn't stop himself from laughing. Oh, really? I think yeah. it works, though. I, I don't have a problem with it. Mm -hmm. Fincher's style is enough that you can have little stuff like that, and it doesn't, in my opinion, fuck with it. You know what I mean? I agree. There's some great... I mean, you you and I are both fans of Fincher. You're obviously yeah. the bigger fan, because I, I, as an example, didn't like Alien 3 as much as you did. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know that I like that strictly because it's Fincher. I think it helped. And and if I'm ranking Fincher films, it's still toward at the bottom, you know, for me. But, yeah, you know. I think he did Panic Room, if I remember correctly. Panic Room is a decent one. I didn't see that the, one. The game with Michael Douglas is entertaining. Yeah, apparently, not he a little... apparently he does the Starbucks thing in that as well. Probably. No, it's, it says it in the trivia, but, you know. I mean, this is number one for me, but I absolutely fucking love the social network. I know Zuckerberg is just a terrible person, but, like, that story is awesome. It's it's a good movie. I think it would have been half the movie if it wasn't for, um... Oh, the fucking screenwriter. Um... The fucking West Wing dude. What the fuck's his name? No, no, no. The guy who wrote Social Network. Um, we're both big fucking fans of him. He did West Wing. He did. I uh, uh, did Molly's Game. Oh, uh, Sorkin. Thank you. See, I'm sorry. Sorkin's not the first. West Wing is not the first thing I go to when I think Sorkin. Sorry. Well, for a lot of people, that is like the. That's like the main thing, at least the first four seasons. Your tits are too big. <laughs> you get the fuck off my porch. And he's just like, all right, I'm going to do him a solid. I'll be like, whoa, 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 dude, fucking Bob, Bob, just go back. Stand, stand there. Just stand. fucking days. When I shaved my, because you know I shaved my head now, and I've been doing it for, what, two years, something like that, you know? 
Yeah. First time I did it, and I I legit out loud said, "All right, I fight clubbed myself." <laughs> uh I'm still not used to having. I mean, I I shave my head every week or so. I'm I'm still not a fan of it. Then don't I do wish it. I had. Well, if I if I grow it out, it looks I look like Homer Simpson. It's, so it's. I don't want to look like Homer Simpson <laughs> at 31. I don't want to be the fat, balding, middle-aged looking guy when I'm like, I was come, in my 20s two years ago. Come out here, get an Airbnb. There's a guy named Dr. Glatt you can talk to. Apparently, he's really good with this shit. I don't know much about it, but I, I hear nothing but good things about the guy. About what? Hair restoration. Like, seriously, I've, I'm not even fucking with you. Like, apparently he can make it look like you never were balding in the first place. Huh. I don't know okay. what it costs. I don't know what's in cover. I don't know what's involved. I know none of that shit. But I, everyone I've ever heard that have had hair problems and have decided not to handle it by shaving have gone to this guy and had amazing success. Okay. So, but he's, but he's a local doctor, so you'd have to come out here, you know. All right. I'm not giving you shit, dude. I hope you didn't. I'm not trying to insult you. I'm saying no, 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 no. You're fine. I just was. I, I for. I couldn't tell if you're making a fucking like movie reference. I didn't understand. Or oh like, no, no, oh, no, no, no. I'm. I'm legit telling you. There's a dude out here you can talk to if you really want to do it. Like. All right. You couldn't be drinking better beer than Bush. I mean, let's be real here. Is it a Delaware beer? No, not really, but... It is oddly uncharacteristic of all of them to be able to have a TV. Why is that? It's it's uncharacteristic of Tyler Durden to have a TV. Because this whole thing of like... You know, we're all sitting around mindlessly watching, you know, we're zombies yeah. watching TV, blah, 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 blah. I think it was just like, all right, go out and steal a TV so we can watch this one scene. Well, no, because like, they referenced earlier when they're turning off the electricity. He goes, I, after the first month, I didn't even miss TV. Like, he says that. When, sure. when he first moves into the house and they're talking about the water and the place leaking, so... I wonder what I wonder what Meatloaf had to put into his contract that he didn't have to shave his head for Project Mayhem. Not everybody has a shaved head. That's fucking true. Yeah. Jared Leto still has his fucking blonde locks. So basically, if you're a star, you didn't have to shave your head. All the peons, fuck yourself. You know, so. <laughs> Norton didn't shave his head. Well, he wasn't a peon. True. How the hell did they get a fucking coat that big? Oh, I've seen big. It's like, wait, 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 what's going on? Yeah. This is definitely one of the better movies to describe, like, don't piss off your staff. Don't piss off the help. Yeah, for real. Like, if you ever, like, if if you're ever that douchebag, it's like... I can't believe they want the minimum wage increased to $15 an hour. Yeah, this is why. No. 
They're all wearing masks except the one dude. He's like, fuck it, I don't care. Yep. And that guy. That wasn't the yeah. guy I was talking about, but it's the dude in the back with the mohawk. Uh-huh. But. This is the movie that gave Pitt the money to fix his teeth. His teeth were fixed the first half of this film. The 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 chip happens half when he fights Lou. So he was his teeth were fine. The oh, first so half. that's okay. You know, I never put that together. So it's because he fought Lou. They're like saying he lost a tooth or whatever, or a part chip, of a tooth. Yeah. yeah. I never thought of it that way, but it's a good call. Yeah. See, it's yeah. all about rejection. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm going with the theory that there's something about his like. See, I would, but I, I, I can, I can speak to that because I've had friendships where I thought I was like more on the inner circle than I ended up being, or I got replaced on the inner circle, and had nothing to do with sexual attraction. It was just that, you know, I thought we were tight and it turns out we're not or this person's superseded me at some point. I've I've been Jack's inflamed sense of rejection and it had nothing to For do with sure. sex. And it's nothing to do with sex or, or or romantic attraction, you know? For sure, but I mean, I've even read, like, I think it was like Pitt and uh, Norton, they both were like coming forward saying like, oh yeah, this is kind of like, no, but I'm Gay saying that I'm saying that maybe why it's never really fully addressed because then it broadens it out to anyone who has just felt rejected. Period. Like I identified, well, yeah. I identified with the narrator the first time I saw this almost immediately. You know, well, this whole movie is all about the rejects. This is all about the outcasts. Oh, for That's sure, why they're all like, we're gonna fucking join together. For sure. Jesus. I love how they're all like, wow. Like, we do this to each other on a nightly basis, and we just got the shit scared of out of us. No, it, it, well, it's because they watched the guy that he's, his, like, apparently is number one. He just beat the living shit out of, like, beyond repair, you know? And then he goes, ah, 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 ah. Right. See, that's the other thing I just noticed. He didn't look at Pitt. He looked at Norton. Yeah. I didn't notice that. I've noticed some of the other ones in the past, but that one I didn't notice. Recycle your animals. Jesus. Something on your mind, dear.
See, this this argument where Tyler is like, you know, it does not belong to us. We are not special. Well, it's easy for you to say because you're clearly the fucking leader. Even though he doesn't fucking exist. Well, yeah. He's still acknowledging that we're the fucking leaders without saying, oh, being a leader doesn't matter. It's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. See, right here, forget what you think you know about life, friendship, and about you and me. See, to me, that wasn't about sex or... or, I think it's about attraction. I don't know if it's about sex. It's about attraction and sexuality. Like, they clearly don't fucking get down and dirty, one, because then it would just be masturbation. (laughs) But uh, I think it's about repressed sexuality. I think it's about fighting against the norm. Why do you think I blew up your condo? <laughs> so these guys are just watching Edward Norton have an argument with himself. Well, that's what I always was wondering was like, how much of this is being said out loud? Obviously, in some of it, because they're reacting with the you know the first rule of Project Ma'am is you don't ask questions or whatever. But right, like, is are they? Are they only hearing half of it, or are they hearing all of it? Like, what are they? You know what I mean? Like, to your point, I'm not, I'm not necessarily yeah. disagreeing with you, but it's how much of it are they actually hearing? Are they only hearing the narrator half? Are they hearing all, or are they hearing all of it? You know? Or is he going like, right, back and forth? Yeah, right. That's what I mean. Yeah. I don't know if if I was seeing a person argue in two separate voices, like two face and shit. And then I'm like, this is my leader. I would, I would probably quit fight club. I'd be like, I'm taking orders on this fucking nutcase. But see, you're talking about a bunch of people that are also feeling dejected, rejected and alone. Right. They, you know, right. And they're like, fuck working for Starbucks is way worse than, it's watching a schizophrenic, you know, DID disorder fucking dude, dude crash some, a car. Sometimes it is. I mean. Take some, it from us, guys. That's how bad retail is. I'd never go back. I don't know what I would do. I would do. I'd figure something else out before I went back to that shit. You only have two kidneys. You can't. You can only sell two. <laughs> You'd run out. <laughs> Shit, he's describing The Last of Us. That's what I was thinking. You beat me by a second. I was like, that is The Last of Us.
That looks a bit like the Adams. <laughs> it does. Oh, I started Wednesday, by the way. Sorry to hear that. It's. I'm hearing bad things. I've not heard she, positive things. I heard she's fantastic, but the rest of it's terrible. She's good. I don't know if it's terrible. It's just misleading as shit. Yeah. Like, at no point, if you've never... Hold on, hold on. See, there's a New Jersey license, Pennsylvania license. Those are all New Jersey and Pennsylvania licenses back there. So, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, Wednesday is... Uh, you have no... There's no indication that it's it's a Tim Burton show. Also, all the promos about how Tim Burton created the show is inaccurate. He directed a couple. Of, he's directing the episodes, but he's mm. not creating the show. Oh, okay. It, and the only clue that it is Tim Burton is that Danny Elfman did the music, which I expected more from Danny Elfman. I expected him to do like his own spin on the Adams theme. There's no inclination it's an Adam show in any way. Okay, no, I've not watched this at all, so I'm only asking for one particular part. But have you, and if I'm spoiling something, I apologize, but have you gotten into the scene where she's been at the prom or at a dance or whatever school dance you Oh, had? the alleged dance, yeah, I heard it's supposed to be good, but I have. I think that's like the third episode. Okay, well, I have I, not seen the actual scene, but I saw the scene reset to goth music, and it's fantastic set to the goth music. Fair enough. So. There is a scene, I think, in the first episode where she plays, like, the cello or the violin or something, and it's due to, it's, uh, painted black by the Rolling Stones, and I'm uh, like, that's pretty good cast. Yeah, no, no, they, they said, they said it to a band called the Sisters of Mercy. It's a really, the, the, it, it, she's, it, it looks like she's actually dancing to the music. They, they really said it well. If I find, I can send, I would, they want to send it to you in case you hadn't seen the scene yet. So, uh. That's the most normal Marla's looked in the entire. But she looks like she's coming home from a nine to five job right there. Like, Again, legit. you're you're like you and I. Are, are you Tyler fucking Dern? Like, is you and I are thinking the same shit? Like a second apart from each other. Well, I was I mean, just no. thinking like she looks like she just like she worked at Macy's for the day. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, we we've, we've been doing this for four years. You kind of start. true. <laughs> It almost looks like they filmed this scene first before they got a handle on how the character should look. I mean, it's possible, yeah. Or because or, he he also looks the other, fairly the, normal. The other option is they brought her back for reshoots. I mean, it could be like a an additional scene or something. You know, it, it could be. The scene that pisses off every voice actor on the planet last year. Not every, just one in particular. But no, there were some. There's a couple guys that came to his defense, kind of angry about. Oh, <laughs> uh, what about Bob? Nicely, La- nicely. Latte, thanks. Latte Thunder. Oh, I, I've been meaning to tell you. There's a coffee shop near my business, my, my where I work. They have a horchata latte. I'm really tempted to taste this thing. It sounds basically like Dolce de Leche. I've had Dolce de Leche coffee. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think you probably would like that if you like uh, you, that you, caramel Dolce shit. Well, you know how much I love my horchata, so yeah. And his brains just explode all over the floor. Yummy. 
It doesn't even look like Jared Leto there. Nope. This man has a name, and it's Robert Paulson. (laughs) That's a member of Project Mayhem has a name. His name is Robert Paulson. (laughs) I I think they also, like, just didn't get it because there's a scene later where they're all, like, chanting, like, his name is Robert Paulson. It's like... Not everybody who dies is named Robert Paulson, you fucking idiots. No, but it it becomes a it becomes a, a ba- almost a battle cry is what it is, you know. Right. It, you're right. Not everyone's Robert Paulson, but yes, it becomes like a battle cry for your sacrifice to Project Mayhem, you know. In, unless like that group just finally got the word that Robert Paulson died, so now they're doing their own little private I ceremony. I mean, maybe that's possible too. Yeah, but it would have been nice in that scene if it was like his name is Jerry Adler. His name is Jerry Adler. You know, shit like that. Where it's yeah, like, but it wouldn't have tied together as well. You know, I know what you're saying, but. How does Tyler Durden have like a passport and shit like that? How does Tyler Durden have identification? I mean, you've seen Shawshank. How did fucking uh, Andy Dufresne do it? Yeah, the other guy. He had a whole other guy that had a life. Remember? So true. I mean, he knows how to do that. But I guess okay. Here's the kicker: his name really is Tyler Durden. So that's the simplest answer is that his name is Tyler Durden. Or, but or he did, he's but he doesn't a, know his name is Tyler Durden. I mean, yeah, or he's got a bunch of other stuff that says to, I mean, we just said it, you know. Yeah. No reason he couldn't have another personality that has all the stuff needed to be, you know, a person. Like, look at my face. I am I a love member. this. I'm not exposed to bespeak any such information to you, nor what I had I said at this juncture be able. You're an idiot. <laughs> or you're a moron. I've, I've done that. I've had conversations. I've literally done the Ed Norton. Okay, you're a moron. You know, so. Yeah, I wish I could do it more in retail, but. Oh, I've never done it to somebody's face. Like I've hung up the phone after dealing with someone. I mean, like, okay, so you're a moron. <laughs> you know? I I I have done it, but I'm not like I usually will do it when someone's just like over explaining something to me, and I'm like, that made no lick of fucking sense. Thank yeah. you for your time. Click. I was in living in a perpetual state of deja vu. I felt that I'd already been there. Well, you have, motherfucker. It's like I was following the Invisible Man. Well? Ew. You must have spent a fortune on plane tickets. Well, no, they had plane vouchers from when he got sent home. That's right. 
Plus, you got to figure he's got no expenses. He's not paying for rent in that house. He's not paying for electricity. <laughs> Worst case, he's buying food. Mm -hmm. The whole fucking big reveal is good. Right, right here, but you're gonna li listen up, read what she says. Right here. Mm hmm. Ding, and what you missed by watching with the sound off is like you. There's like a like a a, a sound that like triggers is like oh shit moment, you know. Mm -hmm. Surprise, motherfucker! Right. <laughs> Simple thing. That is some very fucking Morpheus sunglasses he's wearing. Yeah. They're not good. That's all right. Not they're not for, not for him. And I'm sorry the the fur. This is like where like the outfit is like what the fuck, Brad. It's well, not yeah, a weird. I, it's not a good look for for him. I don't think that was his call. I don't know. It looks like he had some input. No, he did. But the bathrobe. I told you that. Right. Mm. Look like you want to look. I fuck like you want to fuck. I'm smart, capable, and most importantly, I'm free in all the ways that you are not. That's a mind fuck right there, dude. Like literally, his his fucking mind has been fucked by Brad Pitt. They talk to themselves. They see themselves as they like to be. You just had the courage to run with it, like that. <sighs> You know? Naturally, you're still wrestling with it, but sometimes you're still you. Hmm. 
<laughs> when your imaginary friend tells you, like, no, dude, you're insane. Yeah. That's got to be a wake up call. Yeah. As you pass the fuck out. <laughs> right. Well, that and that moment I equivalent to um, when Neo fight comes out of the 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 program the first time, mm-hmm. the construct, mm-hmm. and like passes out. It's just overwhelming. It's just exactly. an automatic yeah. reset. Yeah. yeah. Like, how do you catch somebody who's a figment of my imagination? Right. Just stop moving. <laughs> like, yeah. lock yourself in a fucking cell. Well, he tries to do that, if you remember. Yeah. I, I, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but every time I'm, like, acknowledging what they should do, I'm like, oh, yeah, they do fucking do that. God damn it. I love how they don't use the names of the credit card companies. Yeah, they're like, this is the address. What business are you? This is the address. Yeah. I mean, I get it. They're trying to keep it generic so it could be anywhere, any place, any time. But, you know, like... Also, they don't want to get in trouble. They're like, we need financiers for this fucking movie. Well, right. But, I mean, you got to remember, Delaware City is the only time they actually mention a town at any point in this entire, like, in terms of, like, where they are. They talk about the other cities that he goes to for Atlanta and all those places, but I'm talking about, like, where they are during the... You know what I mean? Right. Scat. Yeah, That's the know. name of the taxi, is Scat. You know what Scat is slang for? Yeah. Yeah. You think that's... I didn't say it was smart, so... Just, like, shit taxi. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is a great scene, too. That guy. This is Ed Kowalczuk. Yeah, that's definitely Ed. Clean food. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Jackass. I love that line. That's one of the best. Come on, Marla. Don't you want your fucking clean food? Right. I'm trying to leave. You got fried chicken. That's been shoved up fucking Edward Norton's ass. You know, at this point, I don't see you at all. Right. That's all right. You don't need to see me. That's true. My name is Robert Paulson. <laughs> nice yeah, for for the listeners, I'm legit like in the dark. Like it it got I don't know what the fuck it is. I guess it's even though it's only almost five o'clock, it's like pitch black 
Inside That's how now. dark it is around this time here, around that time yeah. here. So, suppose I could just get up and go turn the light on. No, it's fine. I'll join you here. All right, yeah. Let's make this nice and. Oh Jesus, <laughs> this is creepy now. <laughs> I'm in the dark here. <laughs> Wrong movie. That's okay. We should do that someday. We should do a commentary of a woman. We could do that. That's a that's a clear indication how bad this relationship is when Marla Singer's like, I want out, dude. Yeah, right. right. Seven years in Tibet. Did you see that? No. On the movie uh, theater that she's blocking, it says seven years in Tibet. Okay. Is Brad that... Pitt was in seven years in Tibet. Oh, well, there you go. They, they do was, that kind of big... shit all the time. But I think because he was in it, he was actually, he's, he's banned from Tibet. He's banned from, like, Asia and, oh, like, wow. parts of Asia. Actually, it says seven year in Tibet. Yeah, it says Tibet. No, Tibet. Yeah, however you want. But... Seven years in Tarjay. <laughs> oh, no, man. Walking around Target, it sometimes it feels like that. Target fucking, they're so fucking big. You're like, all right, I came here for shoes. And you're like, how the fuck did I walk out with a sink? She's already in trouble because you see the two guys stand up right away. Yep. She's fucked. That's a very seven kind of moment, by the way. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the TRW building is. That I have no idea. Um, I don't know. Tax no. write off something. Uh, now, the, now that guy, the black guy on the right there, sitting backwards on the chair. Yeah. First time I ever saw that guy was on Doogie Hauser. You got a fucking eye for, like, the small bit players. Right. You and Steph both do. Like You did it earlier with the, the, the that, inspector that's guy. That's true. That's true. But, like, that, you guys do it way more often than I do. We're <laughs> like, oh, my God, it's that guy. And I'm like, who's that guy? Like, oh, my God, he was on Criminal Minds or fucking Psych or oh, whatever. Criminal Minds came back on Paramount uncensored. What the fuck? It's good. Uncensored? Uncensored. They're dropping F-bombs and all kinds of stuff. It's fantastic. Is it, uh... Is it Mandy Patinkin, or is it, um... Oh, no, Mandy Patinkin's character got killed, like, six seasons ago, but, yeah. Oh, I don't I don't know. I don't watch no, no, the no, show, no. So no, it's, it's most of the original cast. The, the biggest one missing is Reed right now, and that bothers me, but what are you gonna do? 
but it's still really good. I'm I'm been excited. I watched the first two episodes already. It's like because they're doing you know weekly, but it's on Paramount Plus. So mm-hmm. you know, come on, lay down. Shitty ass cops. Just like, don't have a secure grip of your gun. You know, god damn it. Gets a gets a lead salad. <laughs> that that's that's him trying to like act like Tyler Durden. Tyler Durden, and it didn't come out right. Oh, He's totally, like, yeah. Somebody gets a lead salad. Nobody's noticing he's running around in his underpants. I mean. It just says police department doesn't say what city it is. Yeah, I think they distinctly try to stay pretty generic. Yeah, this whole thing is like, this could be your city. But it's definitely, it's definitely Delaware. Like it's, and I think even Polonic and, and. Fincher have both said it's Delaware at some point, but I like this line. Ran until my muscles burned and veins pumped buttery acid. Yeah, that's a yeah. good line. It is a good line. Then I ran some more. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a fucking that's like commercial. That should be Nike's new commercial. Ed Norton running in his underwear. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like I ran, I ran until my muscles ached and I and my veins pumped battery acid, and then I ran some more. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Nike Club. <laughs> Edward Norton doesn't get enough praise for the look of shock that he's able to exhibit on his face. Well, I mean, he he's pissed off so many people, you know. That's true. There's talk that he's going to actually make another appearance in the MCU now that they're doing all this multiverse stuff. That'd be interesting. They're actually saying at some point you could they could they might try to pull off what they did with No Way Home. So you would have uh, Eric Bana, him, and Ruffalo. Maybe a cameo from Lou Ferrigno? Yeah, maybe. That's that's weird. That that's harder though because the like those are three different. It's not MCU, whereas Edward Norton was in the MCU. No, I agree. I'm just telling. Well, I mean, the only one that's not MCU is Bana. Ruffalo and and yeah, Moore, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But that's why you could do alternate universes, where it's like it theoretically it was, you know, it was supposed to be Edward Norton in this. It'd be like having you know Terrence Howard and Don Cheadle interact. Yeah, we're not killing anyone. We're setting them free. It's a big fucking omelet. Right. Dino. Wouldn't do that. Wouldn't do that. 
I love how like he's just his fucking imaginary friend is just fucking with him. Yep. No, not the green one. I asked you not to do that. Oh, this is another one where I'm not having a sound. Oh, the his reaction? Yeah. I've never heard anyone yell whoa like that before. <laughs> mm-hmm. 400,000 metro closing! <laughs> oh, it's so funny. That look of just like, ah, oh, God, you're supposed to be smarter than this. Yeah, really, yeah. And then he does the Bruce Lee jacket thing. Yep. On the pose. Quentin's such a fan of movies. Do you think that's why he had Bruce and, and, and or not Bruce, but, uh, yeah, well. Well, Bruce you know, and, and uh, Brad. Brad's character he, fight. No, I think it was because of the timeline. It was late sixties. It it. Well, no, Bruce... no, but I mean, because the timeline allowed it, and 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 he had got Brad to play that role. Do you think that's what I mean? Like, no, no. I I, I think it just I, I think it just wrote it like, oh well, you know, if he's going to play the stuntman, then who would be the perfect person to fight a stuntman? Right. I I did like the fact that he. He rips off the shoe and then he's like, he looks at the shoe. He's like, oh, okay. They just beats him with the shoe. Yeah. I love how you get the security footage mm-hmm. showing. Like, dude, just stop kicking. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. (laughs) (laughs) That's all this movie is. It's just the longest. I love this. Stop hitting yourself. I love this. Round zero. Let's say a few words. Still can't think of anything. Ah, flashback humor. (laughs) <laughs> they actually so it's, it's, the movies acknowledge it's almost it's the closest Deadpool thing that you're gonna get you know like mm-hmm. and he was also in Deadpool too yeah I mean yeah and he was invisible so he's kind of an imaginary friend half there the time alright now you're you're just stretching a bit here you realize this sure Put me down, you bald-headed fuck. I don't think I've noticed that line before. (laughs) 
I need to create some loser alter ego to make me feel better. <laughs> Take some responsibility. I always felt like all this was he had to come back for reshoots, and that's why he's got the shaved head. Could be. It it goes with the character. What would he have been filming around this time? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he's got an uncredited role in, uh, Malkovich, Meet Joe Black, and Snatch are all kind of in the same window. Okay, yeah, I think he's got short hair in Snatch. Uh, interesting. We're going with this Ikea boy. See, I didn't understand this part either. In what way? Well, very rarely if you put a gun in your mouth and pull the trigger, you're going to live. He shoots him. He shoots it essentially out of his mouth. Yeah, but it still goes back close enough to the brainstem. Like, I don't it's, know. I, I don't think he should have survived that. It goes out his cheek, essentially. See, but then why does it go out the back of his head? That's the part because I Because he's a, he's a fictional character. Well, it's, no, it's symbolic. Hmm. Fictional character. Yeah, he's a fictional dead character. Yeah, but now, it's, unfortunately, he's going to sound like that. Fictional character. He's going to. Affleck could have played played Tyler. Now that I think about it, based on his uh, performance in Boiler Room. How do you figure? I don't know how you tie those two together, but okay. It's a, it's a lot of monologuing. Like, oh, I mean, sure, yeah. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah, they just come home. They they just come to see their boss and like, what did you do? He's like, oh, you know, the normal. I just shot myself in the mouth.
That what they they cut out there on the subtitles is the one guy's like, "Yeah, I'm tough motherfucker." And the one guy says, as he's getting, "Oh, there he is." Uh, okay. Yeah, there it is. Find some gauze. <laughs> gauze isn't gonna fucking do much with that, buddy. Another thing that we're missing out on is uh, the fucking song that's playing. Where is my mind? Right. Well, shit. Ah, That's hot. There's the dick. It was it was a quick and yeah, but I think it's I think it's purposefully that you it's there long enough to see it is what I'm getting at. So right, Richmond Arquette. Well, we're at the credits. We're not going to turn it yet because we always sit through the credits. But we are here. We have made it through the film. That's a good watch. I. It makes me want to rewatch it. It Me too. And if the. If the Eagles weren't playing tonight, I would probably go watch it right now. <laughs> but the Eagles are playing, so got a couple things to do to get ready for work tomorrow, and then watch football. So yep. But uh, where do you have this? Like, where's this for you? Because I, you know, this is real high for me. Like in terms of favorites, where's this for you? Um. It's definitely it definitely takes a while to really appreciate it. Like I didn't love it the first time. I I liked it, but I didn't love it. Um, I also think there are guys that, and I when I say guy, I mean like the stereotypical woman hating man children that tend to love this movie a little too much but not see the point of the film like I, the do you think i'm just curious do you think i do or do you think i fall into the, the earlier category i i think you i think you probably are a bit of both worlds i think you're more <laughs> no 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 i'm saying that i think when you first saw this you identified this movie for probably possibly the wrong reasons what do you mean I, I think I'm not, I'm for like, I, I think like it wouldn't have put past me that at some point you would have joined Fight Club and Project Mayhem if you were younger. Oh, probably, that, but that was more to feel a part of something, not because I'm. That's you know, the, that's what I'm saying is that I think you would have been uh, gaslit into this, and I think there's a lot of like, like basically. Uh, brainwashing young angry youths i mean because like yeah there's 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 uh men of all ages in this flick but you would have to imagine arguably with the exception of bob most of them are under 30 or right at tyler dern's crew or right at 30 you know or right at 30 
there so, it's it's kind of like you know yeah it's a form of brainwashing in its own way i think since you have grown and you've experienced the highs and lows of life i think you could be like huh okay i still love this movie but i love this movie because it's it's entertaining it's it's well i still identify with the narrator believe it or not you know like I, I get a lot of what Tyler's saying. I think what I where I where I disagree is the execution. Like I, I I'm good with the Fight Club up to the Fight Club. Then when it starts spreading into Project Mayhem, that's where and it, it's always lost me there. Like I was never yeah. for the Project Mayhem portion of it. I mean, there's part of me that thinks you know setting things back to zero and putting everyone on everyone on level playing field would be a good thing, but not the way they go about doing it. If that makes sense, you know. So. Sure, and I and I think I, I I fall in that category as well, where I'm like I think there is a lot of testosterone and male aggressive bullshit that sometimes you just need to punch the shit out of somebody else. I'm not condoning it, but I understand it. I'd rather, if the options were, hey, you can join a club and you can beat the shit out of your friends and they beat the shit out of you, or if you don't put it in check, you might like beat the shit out of a total stranger that well, I, that didn't ask for it. I mean, that's I mean, it, it it's gonna sound like a weird weird uh, uh, correlation, but I mean, it's it's the same thing as sex. Like I I can I condone it if it's consensual among everybody. Like if all parties involved are con- are consenting to it, okay, beat the shit out of each other or or fuck who you want to fuck, but like right. don't don't jump somebody on the street randomly. Like don't do the homework assignment of pick a fight or, or, or I guess if you're going to, I mean, that one's not so bad because the, the, it was lose the fight, but you get what I'm saying, you know, right. Just as I would also say, don't rape somebody <laughs> like don't do that. Right. You know? So I, I would rather be part of a fight club instead of like be so aggressive that I go out and shoot somebody or kill somebody yeah, or, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that see that's all fucking H. H. Holmes needed to fucking do is he just needed to fucking be a part of Fight Club. <laughs> there you go. Um so uh, for, for the audience, we're well past the end of the credits already. We were just finishing that point. I didn't want to interrupt it, but we are there, so um it's that time, buddy. I wanna I wanna know what's in the box office here. Ah Shiza. Oh, we're totally uh, doing this. There's no uh, no doubt about it. So So all right, um, the but, budget first. Wait, 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 before you get into it. Before you get into it, I want to tell you that I have only a range for the budget. So okay. if you get it anywhere in the range, I will give it to you without any arguments or hires or lowers. I'm going to say 25 mil. Higher. 75 mil. Lower. Oh, for fuck's sake, 50 mil. Higher. Fuck you, 60 mil. Close enough. It's between 63 and 65 is what it says. Jesus. Um, Box office. I think... Uh, I, I think honestly, it didn't do any money from based on the research I've done over the years. I did very little research because I didn't have the time. I, I, I will give I will give you the one clue I always give you. It did not bomb. It did not bomb officially, but it also probably didn't make a whole lot of profit for everybody either. So I'm going to say it probably made seventy five mil higher. 100, 100 mil. I'll give it to you. 101.2. I mean, yeah, so that's not a... It's not a, It's not a. you know... Uh, it's not a bomb. It's just not the... I mean, they made $40 million, but, you know... Ish. That's not That's yeah. not the biggest profit that 
No. Especially for whoever fucking distributed. Was this Miramax? 20th Century. Oh, it's 20th Century. That's right. Well, yeah. for, for fucking Fox, I'm sure they were like, that was a <laughs> big know, loss. On you know, that just occurs to me that, that technically Disney owns this now. <laughs> well, Disney owned Miramax, too, at some point. The, the, right, but listen, there's some weird shit on Miramax. There's nothing like this. True. So. Yeah, Disney, Disney owns everything. I mean, look, just... I'm telling you, Disney fucking went in your computer and stole our last episode. <laughs> They're trying to fucking claim everything. Well, stop badmouthing them and they won't take this one. I didn't badmouth anything. I don't remember what I said last episode. No, I'm saying right now. I'm I'm just I'm putting it out here. I'm putting it out there, man. Anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, I think I think that that covers <laughs> it, though, buddy. I don't I don't think any. I, I mean. I think we covered this pretty well. You got anything you want to add? No, we're, we, we've talked more about something that we're not supposed to talk about. CJ here with some show information and a few thank yous. After I'm done, stay tuned for the Damn It, our very own post credit scene. Listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your smart speaker, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you enjoy the show as much as we hope you do, make sure to tell a friend where they can find us too. If you want to agree with or yell at us, follow Rico, me, and the show on Twitter. The show is at Potaskew, Rico is at Rance Rico, and I'm at M underscore Blade. And like this show page, Potaskew Podcast, on Facebook. If you love music as much as I do, you should check out my alter ego, DJ Xanthus, on my radio show every Thursday from 9 p.m. to midnight-ish and Saturday from 10 p.m. to midnight-ish Eastern Standard Time at www.radio-airwaves.co.uk. I tend to run past midnight, hence the ish. Oh, and DJ Xanthus is on Twitter at DJXANTHUS. Make sure to follow that for show updates. We want to thank logo designer and show friend Mike for his work on our awesome logo. You can contact him for artwork via email at logomike80 at gmail.com. That's logomike80 at gmail.com. Check out tpublic.com slash if you want to display your love of the logo and potaskew. Thank you to Samuel Lemons for all original music on the show, especially our theme music. You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons all one word, and his music on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Samuel-Lemons. Finally, our biggest thank you is to you. Rico and I really appreciate your time and look forward to bringing you our next episode. Hey, today a podcast is cute. We're going to be talking about nerdy things. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons and Dungeons. And ladies in the Dungeons. And the last Star Wars movies. And we're going to also talk about nerdy things, nerdier things, like Princess Leia in her slave costume, and sexy things like dragons.